Shalom to all. Today's office mom is Taflam and Gimel. We are starting with the very first word on the daf. And today's office sponsor, Lili Nishmas, Maris Miriam, Sarah, Basar, Yaakov, Maisha, Hernes, Shama, Shadav, and Aliyah, and Lili Nishmas, Rabbi Yechmiel, Mordechai, Ben Rabchaim, His Nishama, Shadav, and Aliyah. So, quick recap of the Gemara up until now. The Mishnah taught that if Reuven and Shimon were married to sisters and Reuven died, Shimon is not allowed to be Miyabim Reuven's wife because she's the sister of his own wife. The Gemara brought him a chlaikis between Rabbi Shimon and Rabbi Yaisi how many Isurim Shimon would be Chayiv if he was Bail Reuven's wife. Rabbi Shimon said he's only Chayiv. One and Rabbi Yaisi said two. Now, while trying to figure out how Rabbi Yaisi is Machayev for two things, the Gemara seemed to have concluded that Rabbi Yaisi does not hold of Isser Kailel, only Isser Maisev. And we're going to review what that is in a minute. The Gemara then suggested that Isser Kailel really is a Machlaikas. Now, as a lead up to seeing how Isser Kailel is a Machlaikas, the Gemara brought three scenarios about which Rabbi holds the person is Chayev for two Isurim, and Bar Kapara holds he's Chayev only for one. Now, what's interesting about the exchange between Rabbi and Bar Kapara is that both not only quote their shitas in the name of Rebbe, but both swore that this is what Rebbe said. And that's going to be relevant a little bit later on in the Gemara. So what are those three scenarios that they're arguing about? Number one, a non-kain that did Avoidah in the base of Mikdash on Shabbos. The two potentially surim are non-kain doing Avoidah in the base of Mikdash and doing Melach on Shabbos. Scenario number two, a kain that had a mum who did Avoidah while he was Tameh. The two potentially surim are a kain bal mum doing Avoidah and a kain who's Tameh doing Avoidah. And the third scenario is a non-kain that ate a bird car that had Malika done to it. The two potentially surim are a czar eating food permitted only to Kayanim and this czar eating Nevela. Why is it Nevela? Because Malika isn't considered proper shechita of an animal. So now the Gemara begins with my Kamifligi. What exactly are Rebchi and Barkapar arguing about? They're arguing in Isr Kail and in Shitas Rabyesi. Rebchi is of the opinion that Rabyesi holds that when we have Isr Kail, we're going to be Chayev two things. Barkapar holds you're only going to be Chayev one in Shitas Rabyesi. Let's just review what Isser Kailal is. Isser Kailal is when someone has an Isser to someone or something, and then due to certain factors, another Isser is added on. But that added on Isser is being added on to the person, meaning this person is Usser to something, and now he's going to be Usser to something else. So let's try to plug that into our cases. The Gemara asks, What is the Isser Kailal over here? Bishle Mazar, we understand the first case where the Zar did Malacha on Shabbos in the base of Mekdash, Mekar Sharib Malacha. Originally, this Zar is allowed to do Malacha. On Thursday, on Friday, he's allowed to do malacha. There's no Isser malacha on Thursday or Friday. The Asr Ba'avayda, but he's also to do Avayda in the Beis HaMikdash. Asr Shabbos. Now Shabbos comes along and tells him that he's not allowed to do malacha on Shabbos. Migu to come mitzvah b'malacha. Now that he has this added on Isser, that now he is not allowed to do malacha on Shabbos, mitzvah nami ba'avayda, we can be kailal his Isser that he has to do Avayda in the Beis HaMikdash as well. And if he does Avayda in the Beis HaMikdash, he's going to be chayv not only for doing Avayda in the Beis HaMikdash, but also for doing malacha on Shabbos. That would be Isser Kailo. The next case also we could understand as Balmum, we have a Kayan who's a Balmum who's Tameh, Meikar Sharibachila. Originally, he's allowed to eat Kajim because all he has is a Mum and he's not Tameh, but Asr Bavaida, but he's not allowed to do Avaida because he has a Mum. Itmile, now that this Kayan becomes Tameh, Migu to come Mitzur Bachila, since now he becomes Asr to eat Kajim, Mitzur Naya Bavaida, he's also Asr to do Avaida, which means we're going to be Kailal in his Isra Achila, also the Isra to do Avaida, and he's going to be Chayev too. But now here's a problem of understanding these three scenarios as Isra Kailal, El Malika, Bas Achasi Dimishkachasla, but Isra these two Isurim of Malika come at the same time. It's not a case of Isur Kailal, it's a case of Isur Abbas Achas. Why is that? Because before Malika, the bird was Usur because it was Kudshim. After Malika, it becomes Mutatakaihanim, but it still remains Usur to a non Kayin. So even though the Isur does switch to Nevela and food designated for Kaihanim, these Isurim take place at the very same time and there's no Isur Kailal here. So we can't understand that.
the machlekes between Rebchi and Bar Kapara in these three scenarios as being a machlekes of Isra Kailal, it has to be something else. Sigmar says, okay, are arguing in regards to Isra Bas Achas, Valiv de Rabiaisi, in Shitas Rabiaisi. Rebchiya Savar, Rebchiya holds Rebiaisi, Be Isra Bas Achas, Machaev Tarti, the Rebiaisi is Machaev you two things when there's Isra Bas Achas, Ubar Kapara Savar, Loy Machaev El Achada, Bar Kapara holds Rebiaisi is Machaev you only one. Now let's just try to understand how the case of Ruven and Shimon would be in Isra Bas Achas, because that's where Rebiaisi's Shita comes from. So the way that could be possible is Ruven and Shimon appointed the same Shleach to be Makadesh Leah and Rachel for them, Leah and Rachel appointed the same Shleach to accept Kiddushin for them, and these two messengers met up and carried out their missions. Simultaneously, Reuven and Shimon have these two Yisurim, Eishas Ach and Achais Isha. So it's possible that Rebchi and Bar Kapara are arguing in Shitas Rabiaisi. So now how would we plug into these three scenarios? V'hacha mai Isra Bas Achas Ekahacha. Where exactly is there an Isra Bas Achas over here? So in the first case, we have Isra Bas Achas. Zarsha Shemish B'Shabbos. We have a non-kind that did avoid in the base of Mekdash on Shabbos. Kigan, for example, the Aisi Shtei Sarah's B'Shabbos. He brought two Sarah's on Shabbos, which means he only became a Gadol on Shabbos. The Havila Zars B'Shabbos Adadi. He has an Isra of doing avoid in the base of Mekdash as a czar, and he has the Isra of doing Malacha on Shabbos coming at the same exact time because he only became a Gadol on Shabbos. The next case also works out. Balmom Nami. In the scenario where the Kayan was a Balmom and he was Tame, Kigain, for example, it could be the Isishte Cyrus that he brought to Cyrus, Vitmile, and became Tame at the same time. The Havale Balmom, Vitoma Bahadi Adadi. Him becoming a Balmom and becoming Tame, that happened at the same exact time. Inami, or we could say Shachat Chatzbai, Besakant Meo, he caught off his finger with a Tame knife, so he became a Balmom and Tame at the same time. So we could understand these two scenarios as being cases of Isra Bas Achas. However, we have to continue analyzing. Because remember, when Rebchia stated his shita, he said that Rebbe told him this is what the halacha is. And Bar Kapara said, well, Rebbe told me that the halacha was the opposite. So putting that in our frame, the Gemara says, Bishlam le Rebchia, we can understand that Rebchia said his shita, it would make sense quoting Rebbe saying that, when Rebbe taught Rebchia the halacha that he was quoting in the name of Rebbe, Ali Bidir he was teaching it in Shitas Rebbe And Rebbe Yaisi holds he would be Chayev too in Isra Bas Achas. And in Rebchia's eyes, it wouldn't be strange for Bar Kapara to be saying the opposite in the name of Rebbe because Ki Yisnaya Bar Kapara Alibid Reb Shimon. Rebchia would figure that when Bar Kapara said something else in the name of Rebbe, Rebbe had told Bar Kapara in Shitas Reb Shimon, and Rebbe wasn't teaching Bar Kapara in Shitas Reb Yaisi, so there's no stira. But Ella Bar Kapara, but according to Bar Kapara, if we'd be getting into Bar Kapara's head, how he would be viewing Rebchia, Rebchia Shakur Kamishakar, does that mean that Bar Kapara thinks that Rebchia is lying? Because of Bar Kapara's viewpoint, Rebbe was teaching him in Shitas Reb Yaisi, and Rebbe Yaisi only holds that you'd be Chayev one by Esr Bas Achas. So according to Bar Kapara, what was Rebchia quoting in the name of Rebbe? It seems to be that Rebchia would be lying. And that can't be. So Gemara says, you're right. It must be that they're arguing Esr Bas Achas, but according to Shitas Reb Shimon, not Shitas Reb Yaisi. So we continue analyzing that in light of this new suggestion. We understand that Rebchia would get up and he would swear, this is what Rebbe told me, to take Reb Shimon out of the Chazaka that he usually has. Usually we understand that Reb Shimon's Mekel. Over here, Reb Chia is saying something in the name of Rebbe, that Reb Shimon's being machmir, so he would need to get up and make a shvua to tell us he really is machmir in this case. But why would Bar Kapara feel the necessity to get up and swear? Bar Kapara is quoting Reb Shimon in the way Reb Shimon usually is quoted, namely being Lakula. So why would Bar Kapara feel the necessity to get up and say, I swear that this is what he said in the name of Reb Shimon? Without him swearing, we would believe Rebbe said that in the name of Reb Shimon. So why would he need to get up to swear? The Gemara says, Kasha, you're right, that is a problem. And we continue analyzing this. Bishlam of the Bar Kapara, we can understand Bar Kapara would quote Rebbe saying what he said because Ki Esnai Rebbe Lididei. We can understand Rebbe when he was teaching Bar Kapara, he taught him Alibid Reb Shimon according to Reb Shimon. And therefore, Bar Kapara said, You're only Chayev one. And Ki Esnai Reb Bar Kapara would figure that when Rebbe taught Reb this halacha, Alibid Reb he taught it him according to Reb And that's why Reb said that we're Chayev two. El Reb but according to 
Rabchia, meaning the way Rabchia looks at it, Bar Kapara Shakura Kam Shakar, is Bar Kapara lying? So Amilcha Rabchia, Rabchia would answer you that there's no problem. Ki Snai Rebbe Lididei, when Rebbe taught Bar Kapara this halacha, Tati Lepturi Snai, he taught him two different cases where the person's potter, meaning where the person's only Chayv 1 and not Chayv 2. But he only taught him two cases of Tur, not all three scenarios the person's potter. Lama Gimel Abbez on top of Isra Kaila Snai, Valibid Reb Shimon, and Rebbe was teaching Bar Kapara in Shitas Reb Shimon, and it was a discussion of Isra Kaila, and Mechazi Labar Kapara, Lazar Shalcha and Bar Kapara also applied that halacha that was taught to him to the third scenario of a czar that ate Malika. And Vaidi Damula Arva Badayu, and since they're all similar cases, he mixed all three cases up, even though again, Ba'atzim Rebbe only taught him about the first two cases and not the third case. The Ayinban, Bar Kapara analyzed a third case of Zar Shalcha Malika, Veloy Ashkach El Bazachas, and he found that the only way possible that there could even be possibly two Yisurim in the first place is if we're discussing Isr Bazachas and not Isr Kailal. So Vesavar, he figured since the third case has to be talking about Isr Basachas, it must be that scenarios one and two are also talking about Isr Basachas, and with a Hanach Liptur, and since Rebbe had taught him that the first two cases are Pater, Hanach Nami Liptur, it must be that third case is also Liptur. And again, this whole thing is Rebbe Chi explaining where Bar went wrong. Really, Bar was only taught about a case of Ptur in the first two scenarios, not in the third scenario. Bar made a mistake applying it to the third scenario, mistakenly explaining Rebbe when Rebbe wasn't really talking about that in the first place. And we continue discussing this. We're going to have a question about Kapara. Mesa, we have a branch that tells us of the first two scenarios. Zar Shashimish B'Shabbos. We have a non-Koyin that did Avoid in the Beis HaMikdash on Shabbos. Ubal Mom Shashimish B'Toma. We have a Koyin who's a Baal Mom that did Avoid in the Beis HaMikdash and he was Tomei. Yesh Khan Mishum Zars Umishum Shabbos. Umishum Baal Mom Umishum Toma. The first scenario, the person would be Chayv because he's a Zar and because he did Malacha on Shabbos. The second scenario, he would be Chayv because he's a Baal Mom and because he was Tomei. Did Rabbi Yesi, that's Rabbi Yesi's opinion. Rabbi Shimon, Rabbi Shimon says, case he's Asr because he's a czar. The second case he was Ivar because he was a Balmum. Now the Ilu Malika Shaira, this Brysa doesn't mention that third scenario of Malika. So we ask Laman Shaira, according to whom did this Brysa leave out this case of Malika? Elim, if you want to say the Rabbi Yaisi left it out because this Brysa is in Shita's Rabbi Yaisi, Hash Rabbi Yaisi Be'eser Kailal Machayv Shtayim. Now that we know that Rabbi Yaisi is Machayv U2, even in the case of Isr Kailal, Be'eser Basachas Mibaya, we would even ask in the case of Isr Basachas, of course he'd be Machayv U2 in the case of Isr Basachas, and Malika is a case of Isr Basachas, so of course you'd be Chayv. Why would the Brysa leave it out? El Lavler Reb Shimon. It must be the reason why the Brysa left it out is because we're going in Shitas Reb Shimon. Uba Isser Kail who the Potter, and only in Isser Kail your Potter. Avol be Isser Bas Achas Mechayev. But in the case of Isser Bas Achas, you'd be Chayev too, even in Shitas Reb Shimon. To Yufta the Bar Kapara to Yufta, it's a valid refutation to the way Bar Kapara understood it. And now we just analyze this first scenario. How is it that he could be Chayev too? Zor Shemish B'Shabes B'Mai. This non-Kain did Avoida in the base of Mikdash on Shabbos. How exactly is he going to be Chayev? Ibe Shchita. If you want to say he shechted and that's the Malacha that he did on Shabbos, that would be problematic. A czar is allowed to do shchit in the base of Mikdash. So he might be chai for shechting on Shabbos, but he's not going to be chai for doing avoid in the base of Mikdash. He is allowed to shecht in the base of Mikdash. And if if you want to say he did kabbal Saddam or halacha Saddam, and that's the avoid in the base of Mikdash that he wasn't allowed to do, but tilta ba'almahu, that's just an isr of tiltal, and that's not an isr da'iraisa to do on Shabbos. And Ibaktar, if you want to say he burned the carbon on Shabbos, so that's the avoid that he did he wasn't allowed to, and he's not allowed to burn on Shabbos. But Rabbi Yesi, Rabbi Yesi himself says, Havar that the isr of Avara, the isr of Lighting a fire on Shabbos, it was excluded from the regular Yisurim on Shabbos. There's a specific pasuk telling you that you're not allowed to light a fire on Shabbos. There's a machlek as why we have to have this specific pasuk. And Rabbi Yisi holds that the reason why we have this unique pasuk about Havara is to say that if a person lights a fire on Shabbos or if he burns something on Shabbos, he's only to be chayav for a love. So it's a lower level iser. So we can't be talking about that either. So Amar Bachariyakov, Bachariyakov answers: Bishchitas parshal kain gadol, uchidivri aimer shchitas parshal kain gadol bezar psula. We're talking about a scenario where non kain shechted the par of the kain gadol on Yom Kippur, and there's a According to the 
Ramanda Amar that only the Kayin Gadol himself is allowed to shecht his par. The Gemara asks Yachiv, if that's really what we're talking about, my area Zar, why do we have to mention Zar, a non Kayin, Afilu Kayin Hedyat Nami? We could have even said that a regular Kayin shechted it because the only one that's allowed to shecht it is the Kayin Gadol. So we could have mentioned regular Kayin. Why do we have to be talking about a Zar, a non Kayin? The Gemara says that's not a problem because Shazar Etzloika Amar, we're saying that the person that shechted this carbon is considered a Zar, is considered a foreigner in regards to shechting it. And we could be talking about a regular Kayin Hedyat. But now the Gemara asks on this whole assumption in the first place. Maskalar Ravashi, Ravashi asks, Midi Chatois Ketani, Oilave Ketani? Did we say anything in the Brisa in regards to the person being over something that he be Chayavachatis for or only being over a love? We didn't say anything like that in the Brisa. El Yisurim Ba'amakachashiv. The only thing that we mentioned in the Brisa is that this person could be over two Yisurim. And we didn't specify what type of Yisurim they are. And it's okay if one of these Yisurim is only an Isidra Habanan, such as Kabbal Saddam or Elachas Saddam. So we could go with our original understanding in the Brisa that it was a Zar that did Kabbal Saddam or Elachas Saddam, and we still could be talking about two Yisurim. Now the Gemara just asked, Lamayna Afkamina, what's an Afkamina if he's either one is or two Yisurim? Lakaiver ben Rishayim Gemurim, do we bury him among the Rishayim Gemurim? As we said in yesterday's Gemara, a Russia is not allowed to be buried next to a non Russia, and a Russia Gemur isn't allowed to be buried next to a Russia. Rishayim Gemurim need to be buried in their own section of the Beis Hakvaras, and therefore this person would be buried there if it's considered that he was over these two Lavim. And now moving on to brand new Mishnah. Shnaim Shekechu Shtein Nashim, two men were Makadesh, two women. And when they're about to go into the Chopa, Hechlifu Eshel Zelaze, Veshel Zelaze. This woman ended up going with this man, and this woman ended up going with that man. And they lived together. Since they had already accepted Kiddushin for man number one, but they lived with man number two, so they're all Chai for Eshes Ish. Now, if these men were brothers, they're also Chai for being with Eshes Ach. If these women were sisters, they're also Chai for being with their wife's sister. If these women were Nidais, they're Chai for Nida as well. Now, what do we do in such a case? We have to separate these women from these men for three months, to see perhaps if they're pregnant. If they're not pregnant, they go back to their husbands. And if these women were Katanas and they weren't able to have children anyway, they go back to their real husbands right away. And if they were Kahanis, they're apostle from Chuma, and the Gemara is going to discuss what that means. The Gemara right away asks on the wording of the Mishnah, which implied that this was an intentional switch. They intentionally switched wives. Are we talking about Rishayim that did this intentionally? That's a terrible thing to say in the Mishnah. And Vesu, furthermore, taught on this Mishnah, in the worst case that was mentioned in this Mishnah, there's a total of 16 Chatois that are going to be brought, 8 from each side. And Ibe Mezid, if you're going to say they did this Be Mezid, Mika Karban, would we bring a Karban in the case of a Mezid? Obviously not. So Amrav Yehuda, Rav Yehuda says, Tani, let's teach the Mishnah as saying, Hochlefu. Don't read the Mishnah as saying, Hechlifu, implying that they did it on purpose, they knew what they were doing. Read it as Hochlefu, as the women were switched, it happened by accident. And Hachinam is it's logical to say that. They Tani say for the sake of the Mishnah says, Im if these women were katanas that weren't able to have children anyway, so then they go back to their husbands right away. Now, if Ibn Mezid, if this was done by Mezid, and everyone knew what was going on, they did it on purpose, Misharya, are these women permitted to their husbands? We know that if a woman's Mazan Ibn Mezid, she's not to go back to her husband. The Gemara says, Halekasha, that's not a question, meaning that's not a raya, because Pitu e katana, Inus Ninhu. If a katana was seduced, that's just considered like an Inus, but Inus be Israel Meshashari. And if these men were Israelim, they weren't Kaihanim, so then they would be permitted to be with their wives, even if they would have done it on purpose, because their wives are katanas. The Gemara says, you're right, we have arrived from the stage before that in the Mishnah. It says in the Mishnah, that we separate them for three months, perhaps they got pregnant, but if they did not become pregnant, they are permitted to go back to their husbands. And if this whole thing was b'mezid, were they permitted to be with their husbands? It must be that we have to switch the word in the Mishnah from to the word meaning it happened by accident, it didn't happen on purpose, and that's why they're permitted 
invited to their husbands afterwards. We're going to stop here for the day, pick up tomorrow, continue to talk about this Mishnah. For now, everyone should have a wonderful day.